It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hi, this is Jonathan, a.k.a. Roadblock, and I play Jonathan the Magic Muscular, the Human Wizard. Hi, I'm Jules. I am the rock gnome Bernice Q. Burns. Hi, this is John, a.k.a. That Film Guy. I'm going to be playing your half-orc barbarian, Carlton Tanks, who was, in fact, raised by wolves and is too enamored of ale, wine, and other intoxicants. Hi, I'm Jack Edithil, and I'm playing Travancore, a half-elf, Archer, and the Viceroy of Glenmar. And I am Lauren, a.k.a. Obocrazy, your humble DM, and welcome to Dungeons and Dragons and Drunks. Ladies and gentlemen, last time on Dungeons and Dragons and Drunks, the newly appointed Heralds of Greenest gather up Soria, Terrace, and a small force of town guards to head north to infiltrate the cultist camp. There, they find anarchy, as the kobolds and humans are attacking each other. After convincing some kobolds to leave them alone, the party sneaks into the cave towards the back of the camp. There, they find Frulam Mandaith and her elite guards, who prepare to attack as soon as they see the Heralds of Greenest. And that is where we begin tonight. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons and Drunks. I'm your DM Lauren, aka Obocrazy, and tonight I am trying some Immersion Amber from the Two Beers Brewing Company, which is local in Seattle, which is not bad. I've had a bit of it, and it is tasty. It comes in a can, which is a little different. And of course, because it is two beers, I have a second beer ready to go. Uh, Bernie, what are you drinking tonight? I am not drinking beer tonight, because I finally got through, because my other beer, which I'm the slowest drinker in the world of, and I ha- got myself a cheer wine, which is not alcoholic. I don't know. This is who race show of hands. Who's had cheer wine before? Yay! Okay, so for che- our listeners at home, that's only we- Jack. <laughs> so, it's a vice um, Cheer wine is a North Carolina soft drink, and it's like well, North Carolina, Tennessee, South Carolina, Virginia area, and it is yummy. It's kind of like a better cherry coke. And I have cheer wine and rum tonight. Nice. Ooh. Very it's Friday, nice. Friday, but I also have to work tomorrow. So, you know, you've got a little bit of alcohol, but not a ton. You can moderate. I like it. No. Uh, Jonathan, what that are you drinking? Uh, this is Jonathan. I play Jonathan the Magic Muscular. And tonight I am drinking something new from the Coop Brewery here in Oklahoma City. It's called a DNR. It is a Belgian style ale with 10% alcohol by volume. I will say Holy it is not shit. quite as smooth as other Belgians that I've had, but it is still really good considering how boozy it is. Cheers. Do you DNR stand for do not resuscitate? Yes, and it has a, a dude with a toe tag on right on the can. Oh, that's <laughs> oh my God. Dark. That's rad. I like it. it should be a dark beer for such a dark subject. Also, I have to call it out. I love your t-shirt. What are you wearing? I am wearing a t-shirt. Uh, it is from the good folks at Penny Arcade, and it says, I feel shame as a minor action. Ain't that the truth? Yes. <laughs> oh, such wise words. Travancore, what are you drinking? Hello, enablers. The Viceroy's choice this evening 
is a Heritage Distilling Company's Dual Barrel Collection Rye Whiskey, which is 46% alcohol by volume. And I actually pre-gamed the show, which <laughs> might not be the best choice looking forward. I put a little tap water in here, but again, I had the bottle with me, so it could be a long evening. How, or or wait, a very hold short the bottle one. Back up, Jack. Is that did you open it this evening? Well, no, I didn't get that much this week. I've been working on this for about a month. But uh, oh, okay. You said you pre-gamed the evening, and I was oh like, no, I made some garbage drink. There's not even worth mentioning. Okay, I was like, wow, that's that's a lot of alcohol. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm still standing. <laughs> Capricorn's arrows are just going everywhere. <laughs> and Carlton, what are you drinking? Carlton, aka that film guy, and. I'm actually going to call this the Barbarian Brew because it's a home brew that my friend Jason made and that I'm testing today for to drink at the live uh, RTX game. So we're going to call this Carlton's Barbarian Brew. Very nice. Because I like yeah. me. As of this recording, we are literally one week away from, from RTX and a week and a day from our live game. Uh, so hopefully tonight you guys don't die. That would be a really awkward live game. Like, so you know those characters you all fell in love with? Well, they did. <laughs> Welcome to level one new characters. I was about to say I can't die of work tomorrow, but then I realized you you um, meant like our characters. The fictional ones are the only ones I have any control over. And even then, I don't really have that much control because, you know, it's D&D. Speaking of D&D, you guys have entered this large cavern in the back of this cave that you've entered that seems to be a central room. It is... It looks like it was a natural opening in this cave that then was unnaturally widened out. The floor has been smoothed out. It looks to be about 60, 70 feet wide. The entrance that you've come in is from the south side and to the north. There is another passageway leading out. There's a bed and a couple of chairs and a desk. You can see some chests on the side that are open and seem to be empty. And there are five figures currently standing on the other side of the room. One of them, the aforementioned Frulam, has pointed to you and called for your death. And so tonight, we start the game by rolling initiative. Question, how many is five? Uh, more than the four of you. Okay. Uh, equal to if you include Shadow. Shadow counts. That's how many the Shadow five counts. is. Jonathan, what's your number? Mine is 18. 18. Bernie. I also got an 18. All right. Who's, who's, what's uh, your dexterity modifier? Big old goose egg, my two. Why do you two always tie? I don't know, but this is how No, normally you and I tie, Carlton. Oh, yeah. And your dex beats mine. Yeah, I'm a big Jonathan fucker, but I'm fast. So happy. Uh, speaking of fast motherfuckers. Travancore, what's yours? A mighty eight. Ah, well, you know, sometimes. Sometimes he ain't so fast. And Carlton. And 11, because I was busy trying to count how many is five. <laughs> okay. Do you guys, I just totally realized that because of the, some of the stuff that happened in other episodes, like, I get a better bonus to wisdom than I used to. And I hadn't changed that when I was looking at my spell attacks, and I just looked down and realized it. Oh my god, you've been underpowering your spells. Just a little bit. Uh, just a little bit. Hey, so, that little bit could be pop. the difference. <laughs> Chester the Destroyer destroys everything. Chester the Destroyer just got a shit ton more powerful because Julia forgets to do math all the time. <laughs> As you enter this room and Frulam calls for your death, Jonathan is the first to act. Does she have a voice? I want to hear her voice. She does have a voice. Travancore heard it, and Travancore actually recognized the voice as the other voice of the two that were talking above your heads to the dragon. 
She actually sounds kind of hot. Totally evil, though. Oh, well, that's the best totally kind of hot. evil. I mean, no. <laughs> hey, that. don't stick your dick in crazy. No, don't, don't, don't stick your dick in crazy. Jonathan the Magimuscular is going to cast a mighty flaming sphere at, let's say, the mooks. So he's going to put him in the corner between the rightmost mooks there. Moose? Mooks. Mooks. That's- Bad guys. I have not yet attacked you with a moose. And it's going to swing around and hit the uh, the bottommost one. So okay. he needs to make a dexterity saving throw. Chester should be a moose tonight. So the cultist rolls a 16 on his dexterity. Fuck him. I believe is it half damage half, or no? Yeah, it's half damage. Watch. This is going to be the time I roll decently on my uh Hey, it's, you want to roll decently because it's half. I would really so prefer you damage. actually to do a damage. He takes four damage, damage, which is normally what we would take. Full on. I Listen, hate my four damage, is better guys. than zero. I really do. Four is better than zero. That's <laughs> like actual And they're virtual, math. which is saying something. Okay, would you like to do anything else? I would like to move behind Shadow. Is there a virtual dice jail All that we can right. put our shitty dice into? There should be. Probably Roll20 has that feature. All right, you oh, definitely so duck behind the large bear. And Bernie, it is now your turn. Okay. So... I'm going to cast Spiritual Weapon. It's going to be in the shape of a fruit knife. A fruit yeah, knife, specifically? Yeah, because her name is Fruly. I think that means strawberry <laughs> okay. in French. I wouldn't know, though. I'm not going to lie. It's, I think it's Furlan, which is Persian means, for strawberry. There's some beer, but this does not matter. There's neither here nor there. We're going to stick this fucker right in between the one moose and her. I love how okay. I've said mook a couple of times, but Jules is like, no, it's it's moose. It's moose now. You know what? I, no, fine. Fuck it. It's not mook anymore. It's moose. Fuck I'm going to be really, like, really mad if even though I now have this huge spell attack bonus, <laughs> I still roll shit. Oh, does a 22 hit? Who are you hitting? The fruit lamb or the I'm cultist? Hit, I'm hitting the strawberry. Yes. Ah, uh, then Yes. Go ahead and roll damage, because you definitely hit her. I definitely hit her. Now i got to figure out what my damage is. I do whatever 7 minus 2 is, plus 6. So, 11. You've 11. done 11 damage. What What kind of damage is that? That's force damage from the spiritual weapon? I think it's force damage. I thought it was spiritual damage. It is. It's, that is not a it thing. It should be. <laughs> um, doo, 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 I don't doo, disagree. Doo. I can. I'm also going to move it on my bonus attack, so we can go ahead and start doing that at higher levels. Blah blah blah. Where would you like to move it? I while think you it's force force damage. Um, force damage. actually Perfect. just kind of like scoot a little closer to the moose below me. Just scoot like a foot. It can't move through enemies. Well, just imagine it scooting because I imagine that block is like not a singular foot. But it, I'm just going to attack that one. Like imagine it pivots around. And it's poked her with the force yeah. of a mighty fruit knife. and Fruit knife. And then I go, and I'm probably going to like fail this, but whatever. The moose below me. It's like the knife turned around and was like, shiv, 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 okay, shiv. Okay, all right. Yeah. So we'll, we'll say that it just kind of moved a little bit and moved back, and now it's attacking the cultist yeah. to the south. Okay, is 16 hit? 16 definitely hits. Go ahead and roll moose damage. Roll that, <laughs> roll that beautiful moose damage. 12. 12. 
Very nice. He looks super hurt. Uh, it is like he is an apple and you have carved him up. That's my thing. Uh, but he is still standing. It's my fruit knife. Oh. All right. Anything else? I have to think of a name for this fruit knife. I will call it Loom. <laughs> fruit knife of the loom. Like Got the, it. Like the LucasArts game from the 80s? No, like the underwear. Oh. That makes a little more sense. Okay. Uh, if that is all you are going to do, it is the cultist's turn. They, on orders of their commander, and on the fact that they don't want to be near this uh, flaming ball of death that Jonathan has produced, mm. are going to GTFO. They can't get very far, though. Protect this me, bear! One... <laughs> are we going to get attacks of opportunities as they go rushing by, like scaredy cat? You're, uh, you will be able to attack one of them. As all three of these guys are going to move up, uh, but you can only attack one. If you want to take a swipe at the one that you are harrying, go ahead and, and roll an attack of opportunity yes. with your your fruit knife. Yes, fruit knife, yes. Does an 11 hit? Sadly, an 11 just misses. He is booking it. And your fruit knife just like kind of <laughs> scrapes up the back of his leather armor, but doesn't really if, do much. Is he so. running? Because then doesn't he take a negative to AC or get disadvantage or something? He is not actually running, no. They are moving their full movement. They're just doing it expeditiously because your ball be hot, yo. And then he's oh, hustling. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. Wait, or or both. I mean, yes. That guy can only get to there. He can't oh. quite reach anybody, and he is super upset by that. Oh, God, no, this is not okay. So the one is going to stand there with his scimitar at the ready, but he can't quite reach anybody. One of them is going to attack Bernie. <gasps> oh, uh, that would be a 24 versus yeah, AC. Yeah, that's, um, that's going to hit. My armor's yeah. pretty. He hits you, but not very hard for two slashing damage. I feel like I should just be like mildly surprised. Like, like dude, you haven't sharpened that scimitar in forever, have you? Uh, Travancore, the one on you, is also going to roll a 24. That'll hit. Uh, he will do a bit more damage. He's going to do six slashing damage. Oh, my body! I'm not supposed to get slashes in it! Well, you now have one. Uh, and they are done. Carlton, it is your turn. Uh, I guess I'm going to kind of move up that one square in front of me. Okay. And then I'll look at the cultist there. I'm like, do you know how many five is? And then I hold up my hand and open palm, slap him in the face. <laughs> All right. Are you actually attacking with your fist? I naturally 20 slapped him in the face. <laughs> Nice. It's only a D6 damage. I had to waste Brain. my 20 on this. But now it's 2D6 damage. Plus because my strength modifier. you are right. to go ahead and, and roll. Why did you just hit him with your hand? Why didn't you hit Because I want to say like a five-figure face slap. Because there's five. How many five is? I just pretty sure Carl Carlton can't count to five. I just Oh damage dice in my favor. Seventeen. I slapped him for seventeen points of damage. Did you slap the teeth out of his mouth? At the, at the very least the taste. Please tell me his head does like that 360 spin around its neck. I slapped him so hard. You lumber up to this guy, you transfer your axe to your offhand, ask him the question. And he gets this perplexed look on his face because he's been expecting, you know, big hulking dude. And then you slap him. And for the briefest of moments, he looks offended. 
And then the redness sets in and blood starts to dribble down the side of his face where you smacked him, where your palm basically like broke part of his upper jaw. And now he just looks a mixture of pissed and confused. I can't believe I rolled max on both damage and hit on a fucking slap to the face. I just really think that's amazing. If this had been my axe, he'd be a puddle now. But no... Slapped him in the face. <laughs> I just want to look at Carlton that and be was like, amazing. Carlton, Carlton, I'm so proud of you. You do know how many five is. <laughs> Apparently he knows how many six is twice. Would you like to do anything else? Uh, recompose myself and put my axe back in my on hand. So as you grin at this guy and put the axe in the correct hand to prepare to actually cleave him in twain, uh, the other guy who also is carrying a very large axe and has kind of a, a similar feral grin on his face, is going to rush up, and he cannot get into flanking quite, but he is uh, going to actually start to rage in a very familiar way. Okay. And he is going to be reckless about his rage and swing at you with his great axe. Uh, so does a 16 hit your AC? No, it will not. All right. So he was a little too quick in running up and trying to show you what he can actually do with his great axe and just barely misses you, but has, has, is now spitting and frothing at the mouth and ready for you. And Travancore, you and Shadow can now go. So Brother Bear is none too pleased about, uh, the slashing damage that uh, his dear friend Ravencourt took. So he's going to go for a full attack. First, the bite. Would he like to do it from there, or would he like to move into, say, flanking? Ooh, I, yes, flanking. That's excellent. Yes, he's definitely going to move into flanking. I totally thought of that. All right, so <laughs> bite first. I'm here to help or kill you. Ah, uh, ten. Ten does not hit. Uh, the claw just scrapes off the armor. All right, we'll try the other thingy. Seventeen. And would you like to crit fish? Oh, might as well. Oh, wait. Maybe that could be Seven, for seventeen. The, does for the bite. Well, that would be so advantage the, for the for the claw attack. For the right. oh, did you only roll once? Yeah, I only I rolled the first, yeah. Let's say the seventeen you just rolled is the the, the advantage roll for the for the bite. Okay. So you do hit with the bite. Go ahead and roll damage. Wonderful. Sorry, I'm not paying attention to the chat sometimes, so you have to actually tell me what those numbers are. That's going to do six damage, and now we're going to all right with his claw because that's what bears do. 16, crit fishing, 12. Uh, the 16 definitely hits. Wunderbar. Go ahead and do slashing damage. And we're going to do some slashing here. That's going to be another 6 damage. He takes the full brunt of Shadow's wrath and is left bleeding and looking a little worse for wear. Would you like to do anything else? I say, Froolum, we're coming for you. I have my turn. It is her turn. And she doesn't acknowledge your challenge. Yeah, she could do that. She is actually going to ignore the spiritual weapon in front of her, the flaming ball that's nearby, and she is going to reach out. She's got this halberd that she points to Carlton and um, speaks some arcane words that all of you can hear. But uh, well, not when you do that much damage. She's going to point at you with her halberd, and I need Carlton to make a wisdom saving throw. Well, that's going to go excellent. Nine. So she well, points this halberd at you <laughs> and 
um, speaks these words and you find yourself like, despite the fact that you're being harried by two people, you instinctually look to her as you feel her speaking to you and your muscles lock up and (gasps) you find yourself paralyzed. So you are currently paralyzed for the next minute unless you can get out of it at the end of your turn. With a wisdom saving throws? It is a wisdom saving throw at the end of your turn. And paralyzed makes the berserker next to you very, very happy. Uh, She is... Bernie already did an attack of opportunity on one of the cultists that fleed, so she can back away from this spiritual weapon. So you see her back a couple paces away, uh, not into the mouth of the... The exit to this part of the cave was kind of behind her, and now she's kind of moved into the doorway. It would be about a a 10-foot wide space. She hasn't left the room, but she's just kind of moved into a more advantageous position. And she is done. Jonathan, it is your turn. Hey, Furlam, what did the Scorching Ray say to the face? But first, I, uh, I smashed my flaming sphere into her. Okay. Right in front of her? Yeah. Not behind her? Where she's trying to escape from? Yeah, actually, if I can get it behind her, that'd be better. It can go 30 feet. Uh, then yeah, I think so. 5, 10, 15, 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get directly behind her. It's not going to stop her because she can still move around it, but it'll definitely make life a little more difficult. Right. All right, so dex saving throw. Um, 13. That failed. Flaming Sphere hurdles into her four. Nine damage, nice. And then she is going to get some... Attacks here. Three attacks coming at her of Scorching Ray. So 20? Uh, 20 hits. 23 definitely hits. And that hits. All right. <laughs> so 20, 23, 26, these three Scorching Rays, you you shoot them out of your hand Iron Man style, and they just pound into her chainmail, which is totally ineffective at stopping any of this damage. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, you're the worst. Oh, my fucking God. She takes 11 damage. From 66s. You had one job. No, I have several jobs. This was just <laughs> one of them. But you did this one he badly. He had three jobs. Uh, yeah, these three rays pound into her. It doesn't seem to do a ton of damage, but she definitely takes the impact. You can see parts of her chain mail are now scorched and little trails of smoke are coming off of them. And no, it's not as much as you were hoping for, but she got hurt. Anything else you'd like to do? That's it. All right, Bernie. Okay. It's your turn. I have a question, and this may be weird, but correct me if I'm wrong. The little V's next to a spell mean they require voice, right? Yes. If it's V, that's a verbal component. If it's S, that's a somatic component. And if it's M, that's a material component. So verbal means you have to be able to speak. Um, materials, you have a, a you would have gotten a materials pouch as part of your starting equipment, and it just has some basic stuff to actually get the spell working. Uh, I, I tend to assume you have what the spell requires until we get to some pretty high-level stuff that's going to require, say, diamonds. And somatic means you need to be able to move your hands. So um, some of them require all three, some of them only require one or two. Alright, um, so... What is the the grid each square represent? Five feet. While she's looking, Carlton, what's your question? Is the paralyzing thing, is that a concentration or no? Uh, that is a concentration. I think that's a concentration. Because she got hit with damage, and shouldn't she be making saving throws to remain concentrated? Not in my game. Not no. in your game? Okay. that's what I wasn't sure, because I know DM rules. Yeah, my in my game, 
you can you can have one concentration spell going. While that's going, you can throw other instant spells. Um, if you activate another concentration spell, the first one goes away. Okay, but damage doesn't uh, knock it out. Okay, I just wasn't sure. That's why I wanted to ask. No, I, I because don't, I don't like being paralyzed. I don't do that. Okay, I, I think, know you don't. I think I've done all my homework on this. Show me your workbook. So, I'm gonna. You can tell me if this is gonna work because I'm not a hundred percent sure. I want to cast silence, like right with the the center of the radius on her. Okay. But I don't know if there's like there. Think there's another spell, and I'm not sure if I can like. Because according to the spell of silence, it's concentration, but I don't have any other concentration spells going, so it's not going to take my spiritual weapon away. So, but the spell which I believe she cast on Carlton is hold person, which is a verbal spell. And just about every kind of spell. Uh, go ahead and roll me an arcana check. Oh, fucking me. Since it's your turn, I'll let you do this to try to figure out if you know what that spell is. All right. I mean... I guess it's metagaming if I just seriously look it up in my spell book. It is totally metagaming. But I got as a, a cleric. Nine. Okay. Can I have a cleric you... bonus to knowing cleric is Well, I, I've seen that spell before because I I know that spell. Yeah, so, so on now. your turn, you would totally, like, you have that spell probably. No, I do have that spell. I have actually have it prepared today. Yeah, so you you wouldn't even have to roll, but it's not your turn. Bernie, you are... You've seen Jonathan do something similar. You're not 100% sure. You think you might know what it is. You think it might be hold person. Well, I'm going to gamble on that think. And okay. I don't uh, now I don't know how you do this cuz you're the DM, but I assume so this lasts for 10 minutes. My spiritual weapon can still exist. I see where you're going with this. The casting time for hold person is one action. So in that action, you say words, you move your hands, yeah. you do material things, and it happens. The concentration is a mental thing. She's okay. not continuing to move her hands or speak. But she won't be able to make a sound, so her other spells that require making sounds won't work because of the cone of silence. That is true. If you place silence in that area, she cannot make noise in that area, and thus she cannot cast any other spells that require a verbal component. Uh, Carlton will still be held, if that's what's going on, and uh, your spiritual weapon will still be there, because you've already cast that, but additional spells in that area made by anyone will automatically fail. She can also move out of that area, so that would... She can. Kind of... Hold on, I got another thing. That was my backup question. Well, if you and Jonathan tag team silence and hold person, hold her in the cone of silence. Actually, if Jonathan holds her, she is paralyzed. She can't speak anyway. Wait, hold on. I have hold person. If you have hold person, then you automatically would know that, yes, she has just held Carlton. By the balls. Well, fuck that. I'm a cast hold person on this bitch. <laughs> Get her. Okay. Get so her. You can play at this game, <laughs> Get asshole. Her done. All that for like, wait a second. This is a wisdom saving throw. Oh, I imagine my she has very high wisdom. Save DC uh, is really She rolls good. a 19. <laughs> but that's okay, because I have a bonus action. I'm going to move my little fruit of the loom up next to her and swipey swipe at her face. Okay. You move and you swipe. Is Bernice Q. Burns going to have to cut a bitch? Bernice Q. Burns is going to have to cut a bitch. That is correct. 
17. 17 definitely hits. Yes, that's right. That was a fun journey we went on. I'm glad we went on that journey. I like that you're thinking in interesting ways. I'm sorry it didn't work out the way you thought. Like slapping somebody for 17 damage? (laughs) That was kind of awesome. I know. I had such high hopes, but whatevs. Whatevs. I hit her for six damage. It's fine. She's still bleeding. So you concentrate on her. You enter into this battle of wills to try to lock her down the way she has locked down Carlton. And she manages to shrug you off uh, just in time to then get whacked upside the head by your giant fruit knife and take some damage. Uh, Anything else you'd like to do? No. All right. It is the cultist's turn. Uh, One of them is going after Travancore. Travancore, I don't think a 15 hits your AC. Ooh, that matches. So, yeah. Oh, then I do hit. Yeah. All right. So he he hits you with that scimitar for seven. You you got a little distracted watching the battle of the wills of all of these spellcasters, and you take seven slashing damage. Uh, Bernie... This guy is going to try to slash at you. Uh, he starts with a 17. It's a uh, 21. Or 22, sorry. That's going to hit. Uh, so that's six slashing damage. Uh, Carlton, you are currently paralyzed. And this cultist is going to come, is going to slash at you with his scimitar. Because you are paralyzed, he has advantage to attack you. So a 23 is going to hit, yeah. I assume. Yeah. Any attack that hits and is made from within five feet is considered a critical hit. Oh, fuck this! So, he is going to do 2d6 damage. Oh, thank God. (laughs) He's gonna kind of roll like crap. He was so overconfident in his abilities with you, the the hulking uh, half-orc, being paralyzed. Uh, He just fails miserably. Is the within five feet, is that a paralyzed condition thing or a certain thing that he has? That's a paralyzed. You are paralyzed. So any hit that you get with it that is within five feet. So spells won't do it from further away than five feet. But anyone that's going to hit you. Yeah. They are done. Carlton, it is your turn. Unless you have some other way of shrugging this off. I just need you um, to make a wisdom saving throw. Yeah, I'm trying to see if I have any special thingies that let me, like, cure shit like that, but I don't. Uh, I'm looking. Not any of my items, I don't think. <gasps> oh, damn. You could have You could helped me? Well, I could give you an advantage on wisdom saving uh, throws. Uh, do mammon slippers cure paralyzation? Because I have some mammon slippers. Uh, you don't know. You would have to take some time and figure them out. But last you know, they were not uh, magical in any way. Okay. But they're swanky. <laughs> they are swank. <gasps> All right. I have a thing. I have a thing I can do. Well, I guess I, unless you can do it on my turn, then I have to do my saving throw. Yeah, that's a thing. I just unless it's on. a reaction, then Carlton, give me a wisdom saving throw. Please don't suck. Please don't suck. Oh, fuck. Six. You concentrate super hard and you manage to move your pinky toe. All right, guys, when I'm died, when I'm died, erect a statue of me slapping this cultist in the face in the town square. You're not going to die. I am not going to let you die. It's going to be okay. You're going to be okay. Say the fucking words. Say the goddamn fucking words. (laughs) 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 To Queen Bay. The the berserker next to you sees the condition you're in, doesn't even bother to move into flanking. And just goes to whack at you with his great axe. Fuck. And that would be a 24 yeah, to hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 
And it's going to be right. a cr- fucking crit with a d12. Y'all, y'all, what if we do die tonight because our thing's next week? You take 16 slashing oh, damage as he just buries his axe into the side of your shoulder oh, and then puts fuck. his foot on you to pull it back out again. Can I retcon a little bit? Because I could, pro- I could rage while paralyzed as a bonus action before I did my wisdom saving throw. I can get angry. I'm not moving. I'm just uh, fucking angry. Can you? Because I can't yeah, move. Yeah, I imagine you're pretty angry. <laughs> Hold on. Because that's his answer to everything. Inca- to be fair. So you're considered incapacitated, which means you cannot take actions or reactions. Ooh. But this is a bonus action? I can, on my turn, I, I can rage as a bonus action. It's not technically an action. Here's what we'll do. It's a bonus. Here's what we'll do. You failed your wisdom saving throw. This guy took advantage of you still being paralyzed and dug his axe into you for all of this damage. And as he pulls it out, you feel your blood boil and manage to go into a rage. So I still take the 16. You will still take the 16. If you would like, I'll let you I'll let you go into a rage. You still have to make you'll still be paralyzed next turn, but you'll be raging and paralyzed? Yeah, it's like it's like locked in syndrome. I have locked in syndrome right now. Okay. But, you know, if I don't if I fail again and I get hit, it won't hurt as bad because I'm down to 22 health. Well, you're at 23. Oh, my math's wrong. <laughs> Either way, he sinks his axe into you and as he pulls it out, you feel a familiar anger set in and your vision goes white hot and while you are still locked in place you are raging okay the berserker is done travancore it is your turn well seeing as how shadow is still in a very advantageous position he's still pissed so he is going to go for a full attack again okay on the one that he's fl- we're flanking 23 but crit let's crit fish because why hits. not yeah, 23, 23. So it worked out pretty well. So let's do some darnage. I just got that one. <laughs> you say that so often, and I just got it. <laughs> All right. So that's a seven damage for the bite. Let's do some claw. Oh, unnatural 20. Uh, so 20. <laughs> the other one, no, never mind what that was. It was a 20. So <laughs> Claw definitely hits. Another six damage. He is super hurt. This guy has a chunk taken out of his thigh by Shadow's bite, and then he slashes him across the back, just ripping his armor uh, in pieces, and looks like it is a stiff wind could blow this guy over, but he is, he is still standing. Okay, and as of a bonus action, too, so as that, I'm going to cast Hunter's Mark on Frulam for when I'm ready, for when she's ready for arrows, and then I'm going to say, Frulam... Come out and play. <laughs> Jackie just got um, real creepy. She once again ignores your taunts and is going to. She kind of continues to glare at Carlton. Why? I'm paralyzed. And... Leave me alone. Yes, but she is. She's. She's smart. Part of that. her brain is concentrating on that at the moment. She holds on to the halberd. No, she's going to stay there. Uh, you see her mutter some words under her breath. She closes her eyes for just a moment, and she seems to stand up a little bit straighter, and that's all she's going to do. Jonathan, it is your turn. All right. Let's see here. Did she end her turn next to my thing? She did. Uh, yes, she did. She decided not to move. So all right. Does she do a dexterity saving throw, or does she automatically take damage? 
All right, dex saving throw and <laughs> seven. You get the sense she's not the fastest person on the planet. God fucking damn it! Five damage. All right, she takes five. All right. What things can That's I- That's just the start of your turn. What kind of things can I do to this bitch? All right. <laughs> mean things. That's kind of creepy, <laughs> but okay. Let's pull out something I haven't done in a while. We're going to chromatic orb her. Ooh. Are you going to like double wield the orbs? Yeah. No, this is a- I think chromatic orb is just a one-time spell. It's just though, a right? one-time thing, It doesn't yeah. hang. Yeah. I am going to choose- But yeah, choose... for a moment- he will be juggling two balls. <laughs> two balls send her way. I am actually going to do thunder. And what level is this? This is uh, first level. Okay. That was a nine. Sadly, your chromatic orb misses. Mm. It goes flying past her. There's too many orbs and too many spiritual weapons, and you just can't get a clear bead on her. I'm done. All right. Bernie, it is your turn. Okay. You are so- harried by a cultist. From what Your I friend is in trouble. Spiritual weapon is an evocation, so it just exists until a minute is over, right? Or until you dismiss it, yes. I'm not dismissing it. I'm just also doing this thing. Yeah, so unless you dismiss it, it just sticks around for a minute, which in game terms is ten rounds. I was going to say, I try to squeak out, Little buddy! Help! I tell my spiritual <laughs> weapon to sit tight for a hot second. I'm using my last second level spell slot on you, Carlton. Welcome. Okay, so I'm gonna go up and touch him. (laughs) Um, I'll settle for whatever diamond you shoved up your ass. Um, (laughs) (laughs) okay, so I'm gonna. This is instantaneous. I just need to touch you, and you're cured. So you're gonna move over five feet. Yep. You can do that. You'll still be within uh, range reach of the cultist, so you won't take an attack. All right. I touch him on the knee. Out, demons out. Put your hand, paws on the TV. And... <laughs> the power of bay compels you. Out, demons out. And you're cured. I don't have to roll shit for that. And as a bonus wep- a bonus action, I'm going to hit this bitch. So wait, what, what did you actually I cast? used lesser restoration. It says its duration is instantaneous. You touch a creature and can either either one disease or one condition. You can end either one disease or condition affecting it. The condition can be blinded, deafened, paralyzed, or poisoned. There you go. Carlton, Bernie reaches, uh, shuffles over a little bit, touches you. You hear her pray to her goddess, and suddenly your limbs are free to move and rage again. I kind of go out, throw my arms out, go, all the single ladies! (laughs) (laughs) And I still have my bonus action where my knife can whirl, my fruit knife can whirl around and hit her. Does a 23 hit? Absolutely. Better be a good roll. Eight damage. She is distracted by her hold person being broken and in that moment the fruit knife is able to get her right in the armpit and oof that hurts I go, oh, anything else I'm doing this with my axe I'm kind of turning it back and forth you <laughs> I love there's like oh, two God. different songs going on. I wonder if Beyonce no, it's just, plays. It's the D&D. same song at different points. Where to go, Bernie? No, with the good you hair. were just singing "Crazy in Love," but that's fine. I'll we'll deal with that later. No, do it. 
You can do it for like 10 seconds. We will get sued, right? Yeah, but you were going, da, 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 da. that's the intro to Crazy in Love. And we were doing, uh, 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 uh. Oh, I don't oh. want to have no, to No, no, these are songs of Bargy Bird Two different past. albums. You're thinking thoughts from a different realm. If Soria was here, she'd totally know all these songs, but she's she's out front holding holding the door. I'm really going to hold you to that later and make you sing Beyonce via Soria, but that's that's a grave <laughs> you dug for yourself. So, Hey, listen, it, it is only a grave that is dug if people start dying, and so far no one has died. Okay. So these cultists are going to go. Uh, this one that has been flanked by Travancore and the bear is going to just shift a little bit and get out of flanking because he super duper doesn't want to die. Uh, and then he is in anger going to turn to shadow and try to stab him with his scimitar. Uh, but a 15 is not going to hit shadow. I don't think. Actually, it will. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so he does manage to slash Shadow for <laughs> two damage because he is super hurt and his scimitar is super shaky. Shadow looks up like more confused. I kind of feel sorry for him at this point. Like, you cut my hair. The one that uh, was harrying Bernie is going to continue to harry Bernie. Uh, 16 versus AC? Yeah, hit. All right. Uh, you are you have been concentrating on Carlton, and in a moment, uh, this guy gets you up your side with the scimitar for seven uh seven slashing damage. One on Carlton that was all cocky a moment ago now sees you no longer in uh paralysis and is going to swing out at him. Uh huh. But eleven does not hit. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> All right. so, I, I start smiling maniacally. Next time, it's not going to be my hand that slaps you in the face. Well, and that next time has arrived. It is your turn. You are finally uh, free from the hold person. What would you like to do? I'm going, uh, basically, we're going to call this a full rage. It's going to be reckless. It's going to be frenzied. And it's going to be everything. And I'm going after the biggin. Okay. So, all right. Uh, hopefully, that I can do better than fuck you. Fuck. <laughs> Alright, so with my first attack, uh, 11s do not hit, but I'm frenzied, so I can still make a single melee. I just don't have advantage, so hopefully this third one will hit. Please tell me a 14 hits. It doesn't hit. He's a barbarian. A 14 actually hits. <gasps> you are a shitty barbarian. <laughs> you just came out of this paralysis, and you're still feeling a, a little like, oh god, I just need a stretch. And so that first hit was your stretch. You totally missed the dude. But your second hit just manages to catch him uh, along his his neck and his shoulder as he ducks out of the way. Go ahead and roll damage. And as I'm doing this, I'm going to say, if I lick it, I'm going to put my axe in it. I oh my god, I put my someone. axe in it for six. God, I don't like being paralyzed. It's throwing me off my mojo. And you get the sense that he he has done something similar to you when you're raging. He's not taking quite so much damage. Yeah, I know. Uh, anything else? Uh... You can, uh, let me see, it's uh, the alchemy jug. Is that an action or a bonus action that I get to use the alchemy jug? Uh, it depends. If you want to order the alchemy jug to make something I believe is an action, if you want to use what's in it, I would call that a bonus action. because right, I believe, I mean, it's been a while, a couple weeks, or I mean, in game time, it's only been like an hour, but uh, I believe <laughs> when we started our adventure this morning, I did say poison like I always Yes, you said poison. So you've got a jug of poison. I'm going to coat my axe in poison as a bonus action. 
as you do that, the berserker is going to, even though he is uh, recklessly raging, he will move into flanking to help out his companion. And here comes his axe. Uh, 17? That matches. Uh, so he is uh, not so confident now that you are no longer paralyzed and only does six slashing damage. All right, so that's and... uh, three total because I'm raging. Yep, and Travancore, you and Shadow are up. You are no longer in flanking as the cultists have finally moved. I can fix that, though. So Shadow, in theory, would have enough movement that he could flank and then kill this guy and then flank back to where he was, yeah? Yes, but he's next to two different cultists, and depending on how he moves, one of them might get an attack of opportunity on him. Yeah, you've all checkerboarded out very nicely. If anybody, at, at this point, if anyone tries to disengage, there w- someone will get an attack. Well, there's there's an arrow for that. So maybe Trav- so maybe Travancore can uh, can do his thing and actually put an arrow in and kill this guy off. The one he, we've been attacking so far, the one we were previously flanking. All right, fingers crossed. Fifteen! Definitely hits. Woohoo! All right. Roll arrow damage. That's going to do nine damage. This guy has been so dis- uh, got distracted by Shadow that when your arrow enters the base of his skull, he barely even realizes he's dead until his body falls over. <laughs> well, that takes we'll care put of him there. one, and the other guy is in flanking with Bernie, so so that's good. I uh, I look up to Frulam and I say, ready to die yet? <laughs> she continues to ignore you, because she's got other shit going on. She's going to move a little bit just to get out from uh, oh, being next to this flaming sphere because it is uncomfortable. Bernie, a very familiar glow starts to emanate f- uh, not far from you. It's, it's actually uh, between you and Travancore as a dark halberd of spiritual energy appears as she calls forth her own spiritual weapon. Really? Which... Really? You have one of those in your hand, my friend? Do you have no imagination? Or is it just like a... Are you just boring? Is that it? Way to bite our shit, Frulum. She's just deadly. Travancore and Bernie, between the two of you, you see this large, dark... Um, it's almost smoky and oily halberd appear. It is uh, definitely evil looking. Um, she is going to attack Bernie with it. So that's a 23 to hit, which I, do- I think does hit. That hits. You take five force damage as it slashes you. And then it moves... Gets into flanking. Or no, actually, it's it's not going to do that. It's going to move there, and it's going to go after Travancore. Oh, boy. Uh, 18 versus AC. That'll hit. Uh, you only take two force damage as this dark halberd swings around and kind of clips you uh, <laughs> across your back. Uh, so she is done. Jonathan, you've, you've got a very evil looking weapon next to you. Well, I, so I can't disengage from this, right? Uh, no. The spiritual weapon we've decided can do an attack of opportunity. I'm going to go right up next to Travancore, and then I'm going to bring my thing around and slam Frumon Dao. I know that's not her name. I, I have it written up here. Okay. Uh, can we just start calling her Fruity Frumandath. Pebbles? Frumandath. Frulam Dath. 
Max, I, three I'm pebbles. literally reading it and misreading three pebbles. it. Because, I like it. This is actually hitting me harder than I thought it would. So I'm going to hit her with it. She needs to make a dex saving throw. <laughs> uh, 13. That will miss. Seven. Well, you seven got average, damage. I guess. Average. And then I am going to... All right. I'm going to I'm gonna send... Yeah. I'm going to send a, a, another chromatic orb. We're going to give this sh- shit another shot. Oh, I hit a 10. So it misses. In her moving and trying to dodge out of the way, uh, she managed to also dodge from your chromatic orb, sadly. Uh, anything else you would like to do? That's it. All right. Bernie, it is your turn. All right. I'm going to use that new thing I can do now because I have two healers kits with me. And I'm going to use one of them to tend uh, Carlton because he's uh, doing pretty shitty. Doing pretty um, shitty. Thanks, little doing buddy. pretty shitty. And I get to do 1d6 plus 4 plus my mis- wisdom modifier, which is a lot. So. Yep. So. So you're going to use this healer's kit. You, you're going to use your new ability to use this healer's kit to actually patch up his wounds real yeah. fast and give him back some hit points. Um, Carlton does need to take a long rest before he you can do this again to okay. him. Yeah, you get 14 points back. What does that bring you back to? Uh, 34. Thanks, little buddy. You got me so crazy in love. You're welcome. Oh, I have a bonus action. Hold on. I have a bonus action, and For you know Chester. how I'm going to use it. I'm going to keep flashing at this bitch. Does a 19 hit? 19 hits? Does a 12 kill her? 12 does not kill her. Uh, you see her take the impact and glare at you, even though the, the spiritual weapon is kind of to her side, but she she knows where it comes from. Um, and she's looking a little worse for wear, but she is still standing. And I go, you're basically terrible at this, just so you know. All right. Uh, with that, it is the two uh, cultists' turn. The one that is on, let's do the one that's on Carlton is going to continue to scimitar him with advantage. Uh, so 24 to hit. Fuck you. That That is not the attack that he is currently Oh, I know, doing. but still, a 24 will hit. It will. Uh, you take five slashing damage uh, because you're raging. You take two. And then the other one is going... Because you've now called out to Frulam and taunting her, uh, Bernie, The this cultist is going to also go after you. Which cultist? The one that's already in Thagnall? Uh, the one that's next to you, yes. But does a 13 hit? No! All right, he misses. <laughs> and you taunt him as Carlton. It is your turn. Uh, I'm going to swing my poisoned axe uh, into my big friend here. I'm going to call him Jim Bob. Uh, it's going into him. So melee attack, 14. That hits, right? That does. That does barely hit. But it's I'm still reckless, so... Fritfish. Fuck, so close. Alright, so this well, is the first a attack. a 25 doesn't just barely hit. A, a 25 definitely hits. Yeah, so uh, it will be uh, 16 after my rage modifier plus okay. 1d4 for the because it's poisoned and I need him to make a constitution saving throw. So okay. the poison is th- an additional 3 and he has to do a con saving throw. Okay, and the poison isn't halved, because that is not it's, bludgeoning, nope, slashing, it is, or... It's not. Uh, constitution saving throw, 13. He uh, he does save, so he's not poisoned, uh, but I still have my frenzied attack, so that's going to go back into him. And 11. 11 does not no, hit. No, it doesn't. All right, anything else? Yeah, I look at them all 
angrily. I don't know. I look mad. <laughs> All right. I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. <laughs> uh, he he is also super mad and is going to continue to recklessly attack you. Cuh. 14 versus AC? 14? No! Yes. Aha! Like a bitch! <laughs> no. He, he manages to, he manages to miss. This is how you barbarian. Not that fucking 14 shit. This is how you barbarian. AC 17. <laughs> well, you know, he hasn't been adventuring as long as you have, and he's got this uh, leader behind him who's been doing leader things. Uh, but his turn is sadly Here's done. Here's the trick, Here's the trick Jimbo. Take off your clothes, because with no clothes, you're actually better. Just whip it out. You'll be stronger if you whip it out. He's actually not wearing very much. He's wearing a bit more than you, but not much. Travancore, can I can I make a request that you put an arrow in this bitch before she slashes me with her dark halberd? It's so funny you should ask that. I was actually thinking of doing not just that, but charging up my uh, my my bow with the uh, for the flare bow, and using my barbed arrow as well. All right. So all the things that's going to be flaming barbed arrows. Yeah, it's going to be that's this is my version of all the adjectives, I suppose. So I got a plus five <laughs> bonus to my roll. Fingers crossed, everybody. Ugh. Ten. Ugh. Ten misses. The room lights up as you draw back the barbed arrow. You have to be really cautious about holding it. It bursts into flames. It sails through the air, a beacon of light in what was a dimly but semi-well-lit room. Uh, and just because of all of the stuff going on around her between the flame sphere and Bernie's... Uh, the knife of craziness. You just can't quite get a beat on her, and it goes sailing past. Uh, I can't uh, help but think that was anticlimactic, and I'm gonna die soon. <laughs> Do I notice now that the room has been lit up? If I notice the uh, the Thundorvac uh, disc, it was well enough lit before. There are sconces with candles and, and um, torches. Um, the flame, uh, the flame from the bow. Is it's a flare, and so for a moment it's actually too bright, but it goes by pretty quickly. So uh, it wouldn't necessarily give you enough time. I mean, it's an arrow; it shoots by super fast. It's not quite enough time, especially in combat, to really take a look around. Uh, Travancore, would you like to do anything else? All right, so I'm gonna disengage actually from the uh, from the running king style person. I know there's oh, an attack of opportunity. I want to try and get in front of Jonathan the Magic Muscular. Okay. So just so you know, you, you can't technically disengage because that's a full action, and you do have both a cultist and the halberd next to you. So depending on how you move, you might take two attacks of opportunity. Ooh, okay, I'm staying put. I'm done. All right. Uh, it is Frulam's turn. She is going to continue to dance. Frulam douche. <laughs> not currently Fruity she's going to continue pebbles. to dance around so that she is not next to the sphere but still close enough to the exit well first her spiritual weapon is going to make an attack on her bonus action it is going to she she sees the danger she is in and where it's actually coming from so it's going to move over to Bernie <gasps> and <laughs> Roll like shit. Bless you, Bay. 14 versus AC? What? 14 versus AC? Oh, that's gonna hit. That still hits? Alright, she just barely manages to slash at you for six force damage. It it actually stabs you with the pointy bit and kind of jams into your side as it comes around. Alright, she starts to 
call out to her uh, three remaining guards. And it's the cadence is familiar to you, Bernie. And she... Okay. You notice that the berserker and the two cultists stand up just a little straighter. They, uh, Carlton, you're kind of face to face with the berserker and you see a couple of his wounds stop bleeding. They don't close, but they stop bleeding. And uh, Bernie, you recognize a healing spell when you see it. Fuck you, Fruity Pebbles. And that is the end of her turn. Jonathan, it is your turn. All right. I can recover some of this. It's fine. I'm going to throw my last scorching ray at her ass. Just her ass? I'm going to throw it at all of her ass. All right. Well, at least the big stuff's going through. <laughs> all three of your scorching rays hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Oh, thank God. The damage I didn't fucking oh, suck this time. Jesus. 20. These, d- she definitely reels from the impact and... Uh, Her concentration has been kind of on Bernie and Carlton this whole time. And despite the fact that you've been continuing to peg her for the really the first time, she gives you a calculating look as smoke rises from these wounds that you have just drilled into her. Anything else? Yes. I say, I see you're familiar with my fire. Have a little more. And I swing the uh, the flaming sphere around, and she's got to make a dexterity saving throw. All right, the flaming sphere comes around. Nah, two. She fails miserably. <laughs> she was too busy concentrating on you to see the the flaming sphere. Fucking hell! Sphere. Six damage. Six damage. All right, that just adds to her misery. Uh, and would you like to move, or are you staying put? Oh, uh, I'm gonna move over two squares over to the right. To the right, to the right, to the right, not to, to the, the right. left, <laughs> not, the t- not to the left, to the left, fry, bitch, fry, down, now, down, down, that down. fireball's gonna get you, I can't, I, I don't know. <laughs> as Jonathan cackles in glee These as his songs from and, another realm. And he's singing this weird song that you swear that you've heard Soria sing at the Running King before, but you're not sure. Bernie, it is your turn. She sings it at weddings. It's fine. <laughs> I'm going to do something stupid because I have a great deal of pride. I love it. I'm going to cast Inflict Wounds Mm. on this bitch because I want to kill her. I would like to inform you guys that it's time to kill everything else because I'm going to kill her if it kills me. Hold on. Hold on. Jules, isn't Inflict Wounds a touch spell? Oh, fuck. It's a touch spell. You know who you probably could reach? Range is a touch. It's okay. I've got Guiding Bolt. It's fine. Yeah. What part of I'm going to kill this bitch all by myself? I got 120 feet of range on Guiding Bolt. She's going to die. Oh, that you can definitely hit her with. I understand how really dumb and risky this is, by the way. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) Drink! About fucking time. So for the record, a 27. Yep. It's a natural 20. It's a total of 27. Uh, I do so 46 I, I, radiant damage to her. So you now do 8 8d6 radiant damage. I really hope that this kills her so Plus that we start five, the, the first the attack be a natural 20 and the last attack be a natural 20. That'd be great. <laughs> Just bookend it. I do 21 damage. That oh. is a ton of damage. That's Carlton level damage. I'm proud of you, is little it buddy. Enough? 
the light of your goddess fills your soul. And as you point out with your mace and this radiant beam of energy strikes Frulam full on in the face, when it ends, you can see she is still standing. <gasps> but she looks horrible. She She has taken a ton of damage and is actually stooped a little bit and holding on to her halberd to keep her upright. What a good thing I have a bonus action. (laughs) (laughs) Chester! As a bonus action, my fruit knife (laughs) is gonna go after her. It's gonna go after her. Alright. God damn it! And unfortunately a 10 just misses. You were so excited by the light of Bay that you just can't quite guide the fruit knife just in time. Alright. Anything else? Would you like to move? Although if you do... Attack of opportunity, yeah, I know. know. You gonna stay there? I'm going to rely on my friends to kill some things. Alright. And me to not die. Alright. It is the cultist's turn. Uh, The one next to Bernie is a little shaken by the display of radiant divine power and but it's still gonna try to hit you with a scimitar oh god because that's all (gasps) you can do 17 yes that hits that's gonna be four slashing damage yes you still alive yes that's good uh carlton the one on you oh fuck you that would be a natural 20 we don't drink for that one well, I'm gonna drink to the cultist who's <laughs> not gonna survive this longer. Hell, um, Tiamat! Hell, Tiamat! All right, he is gonna do. He's gonna do ten slashing right, damage. So five uh, reduced to five. They're gonna stay there because that's all that they can do. They're they're bound and determined to protect their their leader. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and keep sinking my axe and chopping off pits, bits and pieces of uh, the big in here. Alright. 26, but I'm gonna crit fish. <laughs> and I do not. So, damage will be 17. Alright, reduced to half, because it's you do slashing, right? Yes. Okay. Alright, and now I'm gonna go for my frenzied uh, for an unnatural 20. And that'll Obviously be hits. for 9. Alright. He's he's starting to look rough, even with taking the half damage. Um, you can see he's starting to breathe a little heavy and have to push through a lot more than just rage. Uh, anything else? Yeah, I guess I'll recoat my axe with poison as my bonus. Okay. He said, as you do it that, keeps making it. Yeah, as you do that, he will once again bring his great axe around. Oh, fuck you, dude. Uh, twenty-four versus AC. Yeah, he can go choke on a dick. Uh, at the moment, he is currently trying to chop off yours. Uh, so that's 11 slashing damage. So, right, so reduced in half to five. He doesn't... He is breathing heavy and having... Uh, and is definitely injured, but he is single-mindedly whacking away at you. Travancore, you and Shadow are up. Ah, uh, so tempting to go after Fulham again, but I think I'm gonna go with the safe bet and have Actually, Shadow do a full attack. Actually, I would really prefer you do that so she Wait. doesn't kill me. If you could kill her, that would be a thing that would be great. Like, really, for real, the thing that would be great. Arrows, I why not? My- arrows are Not just fine. arrows, but I'm gonna charge my lap. I'm gonna do my flare bow again, too, because I figure that might be okay. enough to put her over the top and Hunter's Mark. 
So, but not a barbed arrow, just a regular arrow. So, full bonus here. Hopefully, this will work. Everyone, fingers crossed. Pray to bay, oh, everyone. Pray to bay. Dear goddess oh! of lemonade. Ten! Oh my god. Ten. She's not really fond of men right now. Yeah, apparently not. You were aiming at one of the cultists, and Bernie calls out to you, and no, 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 go after the, go after the bitch, go after the bitch, go after the bitch, and you turn to follow her instructions, and just aren't able to really aim very well, very quickly, and the arrow goes once again sailing past, lighting up the room, but not hitting her. And both my flare bows are gone. Ugh. There's a healer's kit in my bag, so when I die, you get to <sighs> stabilize me. That's a thing that healer's kits do, right? They can use the healer's kit to stabilize you, yes. It's in my bag. There's one in my bag, guys. <laughs> All right. As as a minor action, I still have some movement. I can banana around and get, like, um, next to Bernie so I can grab her bag if I need to. So You don't even have to banana. You just kind of shift over one, and you are right next to her. That works. Okay. And I'm done. It is Frulam's turn. So, yeah, her spiritual weapon is going to come around. Uh, 22 versus AC, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, thank For God. one damage. Oh, my God. Is that all you had, or are you still alive? <laughs> no, I'm still alive. All right. <laughs> she can't hit me again, because that's how that works. The spiritual weapon, it tries to come down and sever your Achilles, and you're able to shift out of the way just enough so that it basically grazes you. And it hurts, because, oh my god, it hurts. But it does not kill you. She then, uh, you see her mutter under her breath. She picks up her staff and disappears from sight. Wait, what? What? Attacks of opportunity on the weapons. You can't see her anymore. Bernie... Oh, fuck, invisible. Go ahead and make a... What is the... Ability you use as your spellcasting modifier. Wisdom. Go ahead and make a uh, a wisdom check. Not a saving throw, just a check. So d20 plus your wisdom modifier. Nine. You think that she has moved away. Uh, if you would like to try to make an attack of opportunity with your uh, spiritual weapon, you can, but it'll be a disadvantage. Because you can't you currently see her. Okay. 15. 26. <laughs> You do miss it. The knife swipes out and doesn't connect with anything. And I've I've moved her off to the side, but you cannot see her anymore. She's done. Uh, Jonathan. So there is an option, but and I would have to do it now because because I don't know where she went. I have an idea where she went, but yeah, we need to keep you alive. Um. So I am going to uh, magic missile the 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 guy that's in between Shadow and Bernie. Okay. Is he going to take all three, or are you going to try to put one on each of them? Uh, they only do four forty. Uh, how how well? Okay, this uh, this one at least is going towards him. But before we before we start applying, how hurt is he? The one that's been going after Bernie is pretty hurt. He's he has taken some damage. Um, the one that's next to Carlton has taken uh, no damage, really. He's taken, I think, one Wait, hit. The guy next to... Uh, next, I hit him for 17 in the jaw. And that's the only hit he's taken this whole time. The oh, okay. one next to Travancore and that's Bernie. That's a little and, damage. That's a lot of damage. It is a lot for one hit. 
but Don't it is be still only my one accomplishments. Hit. All right, I, let's do this. I'm going to go ahead and put two into uh, the guy that's right there. Okay. And then one into the other guy. All right. So, so far he has... Jonathan, I would make a suggestion, put the fourth one, or the third one into the Berserker, because he's not resistant to that. Okay. Third one is going into the Berserker, so... Okay. Uh, nine damage going into this dude, and then... The one next to Travancore and Bernie? Yeah. And then two into the Berserker. So the good news is the one that you hit that's next to Travancore and Bernie, that was all it took, and he goes down in uh, arcane fire. The Berserker... Obviously doesn't shrug off any of the damage, but it is only two damage, and he is still full on recklessly raging. The Pearl of Power, is that a is that a bonus action or can I only do that out of combat? It would say. I I don't have let me Pearl of Power. As an action to speak this Pearl's command word and it regained one expended oh, okay. spell slot. Once you okay. use it, can't be used so until next I, on. Right, right, right. Alright. Okay. You're done? I'm done. Bernie! Your friend Jonathan has just killed the guy that was about to kill you. So you feel a little bit more secure in your life right now. However, you cannot see Fruland Mondaith. There's still a spiritual weapon, though, beside me, right? There, well, not beside you, beside where she was. No, hers. No, my, not hers. Is hers still there? Oh, uh, you know what? Let me check something real quick. And I will tell you. Oh, my God. So many spells. All the spells. All the single spells. <laughs> uh, actually, no. As she disappears, so does the spiritual weapon. Oh, that's nice. So thank you. The spiritual weapon is gone. Well, I don't want to die, so I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on myself. Okay. That seems like a reasonable thing to do. I'm going to lick a finger, touch an ear, <laughs> and get some health back. Okay. Ten. Nice. You all see some of Bernie's wounds uh, close up. Anything else? Um, as a bonus action, I can still move my little dude. My little fruit knife can move up to a certain amount of feet. And it's going to move... What's its feet? It's going to move 20 feet closer to all of us. It is on its way. Actually, I guess if it's moving closer to you, it would be over there. All right. Anything else? Nope, that's all you can do. The one cultist that is left is going to continue to pound on Carlton, or slash a Carlton with his scimitar. <laughs> 16 versus AC? Uh, that's not going to pierce my thick half-orkian skin. He is a little distracted by the fact that his leader has disappeared. Carlton, it's your turn. What would you like to do? So uh, my reckless attack is going into uh, Jim Bob the Berserker. Okay. Uh, for 23 and Critfish. Alright, uh, so 23, and that will do uh, 17 points of damage to him. So 8. He actually staggers from that blow. Right. And, uh, and my frenzied really attack, instead of chopping it back into him, I kind of swing it back and try to get the cultist behind me. Okay, so you're going after the cultist. Good to yeah, know. for 15. Uh, That hits. And for 12. Nice. Carlton, are you doing anything else? Uh... Oh, I forgot. Uh, so it's still my turn, so we could still do this. The first attack was poisoned on the big guy. I need to roll the poison damage because it hit. Uh, so he is an additional one, okay. and he needs to do a DC 10 con th uh, saving throw. Uh, 16. He he is not poisoned. He shrugs okay. it off. He is not poisoned. He took the poison damage, though, uh, and he is going to once again go after you for 23. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you will take 15 slashing damage, reduced to half. 
because you are raging. Uh, Travancore and Shadow, it is your turn. Okay, I'm gonna try something a little different. Like, she disappeared from sight, but Shadow's got a very keen sense of smell and has an ability called Keen Smell, interestingly enough. I want to see if Shadow can track her down as a bonus action. Okay, um, describe Keen Smell to me. What does it actually say? Alright, the bear has advantage on wisdom, perception checks that rely on smell. I bet she smells like shit. Is that something I can use during combat or no? Oh yeah, he can definitely do that during combat. I'll say it's his bonus action. However, at this moment, he is way... Assuming that she hasn't moved, Shadow is way too far away. So he would have to move up to where she was to start to do any kind of tracking. How many feet can he move? Speed, 40 feet. With his full movement, he can get up to where she, where you last saw her. And then he could do okay. a perception check. Okay. So Shadow goes loping off to the area where you last saw Frulam. This would normally be a disadvantage for like a perception tracking. Your His keen yeah. sense gives him advantage, so it'll just be a straight roll. Gotcha. All right. He has a plus one bonus too. So here goes. Five. Awesome. He's not really that sure. Maybe it's the the bright flaming sphere that's distracting him. Maybe it's the bright flaming sphere that's that's nearby, but he just, he did battle and craziness going on. Yeah, that was his movement and a bonus action. So if you still wanted to attack, you, you absolutely can. I still can. have my attack. I'm thinking I'm going to go after the barbarian that's been targeting my buddy Carlton. It's just a regular okay. plain Jane arrow. 17? Definitely hits. Six damage. All right, he is actually surprised by this arrow. It doesn't kill him, but it it looks like he actually grips it in pain, which for a, a berserker and a barbarian, that's saying how damaged, how hurt he really is. Wow. Okay, and I'm, I'm out of things to do, so I guess I end my turn. All right. Uh, Jonathan, it is your turn. All right, let's do... There are two super hurt cultists nearby... But you have no sight of Frulam. All right, let's uh, let's magic missile the barbarian. Okay. How many on him? All of them. Okay. For a whopping eight damage. Well, he cannot mitigate your whopping eight damage, and thus, as the third one strikes him, uh, just right in the 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 big uh, part of his neck, it severs the the veins and arteries right there. Blood goes spurting all over Carlton and he falls to the ground dead. Thanks, Buff Buddy. <laughs> no problem, Buff Buddy. Whoa. And I, I do finger guns, but I flex while I'm doing it. <laughs> you look incredibly impressive. Anything else? Nope, I'm done. Okay, Bernie, it is your turn. You can now see that there's only one cultist left. How far away is my little knife? It can get within range! Absolutely. It can run up and be okay. in flanking with Carlton, actually. So can you do a bonus action first? Yeah, you can do them in any order you want. Oh, I'm going to use my bonus action first and hit the thing with my little fruit knife. Okay. Does a 14 hit? Yes, it does. And you do have advantage, yeah. so you can crit fish. Oh, I do have advantage. Let's crit fish, just in case. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead and roll slashing damage. Or force damage, sorry. Eight. The cultist was not expecting that. So, as the fabulous Matt Mercer likes to say, how would you like to do this? So, um, have you ever diced and sliced something with great effect and power? No, my kitchen skills suck, but I'm assuming you have. Well, yes. Sort of like they say on the television shows. It dices, it slices, it goes... (laughs) 
And it just slices them up into lots of tiny pieces. And he dies. Oh, you should have made it a slap chop instead of a fruit knife. It's not a slap chop. Because that's one slap. Have you not seen the infomercial? This is a one. We are dicing and slicing. <laughs> but I want to see you slap chop this guy's head into pieces. Like put it over his head and just go slap, 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 slap. No, we are slicing and dicing tonight, Carlton. When you get a spiritual weapon, when you shit one out of your ass, you can do what you want with it. So is this like the sort the slicing and dicing like in uh, Resident Evil or Cube, where it's like slash, 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 and then he's like standing there and just like just falls, falls apart all cubed? Pieces. Yeah, he falls into tiny little cubes. Not only does he fall into tiny little cubes, he falls into tiny little julienne fries style cubes. <laughs> <laughs> now we now Fancy. would be the appropriate time for that like flaming thing and they can fry him up and feed him to Carlton. He'll eat anything. Yeah, well, because I only got fifteen health. Well, you guys are technically out of initiative. Frulam is not Wait, hold around on, I, apparently. I wanna use my other thing. I'm gonna heal Car- Carlton again because I got the I got okay. the thing. I got well, the thing. Well, do you have one where you use... can do the group of us? Because didn't other people get hurt? No, I don't. Because okay. I use a lot of those spells trying to get you out of what you were in. Um, I appreciate it, little buddy. You're the best. While Bernie rolls this healing, uh, Travancore. It's cure wounds. I got to come up and touch you for cure wounds. Well, we're out of initiative at this point. So as you do okay, that fine. and roll that, Trevancore, what is your what is the ability modifier that you use on Hunter's Mark? Uh, he's wisdom, might be wisdom for Ranger. Yep. So if, it, if it's uh, wisdom, it's plus three. Go ahead and I'll roll me a wisdom check. So D twenty plus your wisdom modifier. Got it. All right. And fourteen. Uh your Hunter's Mark is still active, which means she can't be too far away. In fact, Interesting. she's you concentrate on that hunter's mark for a moment and can feel that she is she has moved away from you, but she is still within range and uh, is very quickly continuing to move away. Miss DM, Miss DM. Yes. Since yes. I was raised by wolves, can I do some type of check to see if I can track her, giving my wolf-like sensibilities? Uh, being raised by wolves doesn't give you advantage on anything, but if you would like to roll an investigation check or uh, to try to track her, you can definitely go I up to her shadows. And I will say, because around. I was raised oh, I by wolves, I'm good at this. Investigation is intelligence. I am not good at intelligence. Hold on. Yeah. But I am. All right, Jonathan joins you. Nine. And you join Shadow on the ground sniffing Twelve. around and don't really get a sense of anything. Um, it's considered like a short rest, what we're doing, trying to figure out where she went. It depends if you'd like to take a short rest that's like 10 to 15 minutes do you want to spend about 10 to 15 minutes or do you want to i don't know to... she's like she's still close by i want right, to pray let's let's just go through then let's does shadow have a chance to do another uh keen smell check yes if you would like to do another um perception check at this point would he have advantage at this point uh yeah because at this point it's just going to kind of be a general tracking thing uh, while okay. you roll that Bernie, you would like to do a spell, or you're actually praying to Queen Bay. <laughs> also, uh, Shadow just rolled a natural twenty. Good, good. <laughs> Let's just hold on. Silently in your mind, you start to pray, and literally in your head, as you say, "Please," Shadow goes, 
and starts to take off down the hallway that's the other exit and entrance to this room. So the one he is definitely picked up hanging out. Exactly. Yeah, I want to run after him. Yeah, I'm gonna follow Shadow too. If you guys want to check to see if there's anything in the room. No, I want to find this bitch. No, because we can come back to the room. Okay. We can always double back. Unless she has a confederate that's willing to take that thing out while we're gone. We, if only you go, and then it's you guys head to head, or if there's more dangerous stuff behind you. I'm running. You, I'm going, right, I'm, I'm following too. the bear. I'm, I've been running while they're having this conversation because I want to kill her, and I'm assuming it hasn't fully been a minute yet, so my thing is still in existence, Which right? means Hunter's Mark is still active, too, so I, Hunter's I got my Mark is still, as well. It has not been a minute. It's, it's been maybe 30 seconds. So little, 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 like, little Slicer and Dicer is actually, like, swinging wildly in the air behind me as I run. Okay. Uh, right. Because of relativistic speeds, yeah, Shadow is kind of five or ten feet out in front of you as he barrels down this hallway. The four of you are kind of grouped up with Bernie just barely behind. Uh, Bernie, your your spiritual weapon is following you, but... Because she started going, as I catch up to her, I kind of grab her and, like, hold her up to, okay. so that she's with, it's with speed with us. Carlton is able to carry you along, keep you up with everybody. Uh, your spiritual weapon is coming, but because it can only move 20 feet at a time, it's it's lagging behind. But it's it's on its way. The tunnel that you go Save down... Same for my flaming sphere. Same thing. It, it follows you behind. The tunnel that you go down is about 100, 150 feet and curves along to the right and down a little bit. And you see there are still torches kind of interspersed here and there and shadow stops short of another entranceway into a small room and you can see this is this is a very small room it is maybe only about 40 feet across it's rough stone there's actually no torches in this room all of the ambient light is coming from a a glowing glyph on the ground a circular um glowing rune that is almost filling this entire 40 foot space uh jonathan roll me an arcana check uh, 22. Okay. Uh, you know exactly what this is. This is a teleportation circle. In fact, you've been studying up on these things because eventually you would love to be able to create these yourselves. Uh, yourself. It's a little bit of a higher level spell than you're able to grasp just yet, but it's, it's, you're getting there. And you not only know immediately this is a teleportation circle, that the location that's spelled out in the glyphs in this large glowing rune you triangulated in your head it's not water deep it's not the glyphs that you've learned for water deep but it's very close by guys looks like we're gonna be taking a trip right is this trip gonna take more than 10 minutes does his hunter's mark still say she's nearby uh actually travancore at this point you no longer sense her on the hunter's mark and uh, uh, within a few more moments of figuring out what this is, the it's been now a minute since the combat and your flaming sphere and the spiritual weapon have faded. Let, let's do this. Before we go, let's go and grab um, Terrace and tell her what we're about to go do. Because she may want to come with. Yeah, we should probably search things yeah, now. So that. Okay. And- Who's going to talk to Terrace? I'll go talk to Terrace. Who has the... No, no, uh... Because you have a pretty... Do you have a pretty high search? Search. What's the search quality? In, perception or whatever? Investigation. Investigation. It'll be... A, it'll uh, be depending on perception. what you're doing, it'll be a perception or an investigation. So perception is fantastic. My investigation is not so much. 
investigation is going to be more for like fiddly bits and for figuring things out. Perception is going to be uh, if you want to search this room perception. to look for stuff, perception will be what you're going to use. Uh, yeah, uh, my perception sucks. So yeah, I'm I'll gonna go, go I'll, run well, in, uh, My investigation sucks, so I'll go talk to Terrace. I'll search the well, room uh, then. My my base investigation. Oh, actually, if you're bad at both, Carlton, why don't you go? Yeah, I am. Well, I'm plus four for perception and just plus one for investigation. Perception is the one we want here. All right, so I'm plus four. I'm plus right. five. All of so... you have good perceptions. I don't. So I'm gonna go grab Terrace. All right. So I want to search the room then. Bring Soria. Okay, Bring so the story, three of you go back to the room that you were fighting in and do a thorough search of the room. Jonathan, while they're rolling that, Jonathan, you run out uh, back to the entranceway, being careful to walk around the trap. Um, I assume. Because I'm a kind and gentle DM who isn't going to just throw you into a pit. And... You get to the entranceway and you see um, Soria and Terrace and two other guards standing there and they almost look bored. And as you look around, you see that the fighting, you can hear it still going on, but it seems to be in the distance. And when Terrace sees you, she says, oh, good. We heard fighting, but we actually had to hold off some cultists here. But for the moment, things seem to be fairly safe. I wouldn't want to stay here too much longer. What have you found? I say we have found a teleportation circle that goes just outside of Waterdeep. We're about to go in, but we wanted to let you guys know what we're about to do. Soria, we would probably want you to come with us just so we can expedite the whole thing. Uh, Terrace, I know you love bashing heads, but if you if there's someone you can leave in charge to kind of delegate, that'd be great. But if you can't come, that's fine too. But we're about to leave. Terrace nods and says... I would love to come with you, but I think with as few forces as we have here, I'd better stay and continue to command them. Keep them off your back. Uh, we'll hold the entrance as long as we can, and then if we have to retreat, we will bring back a larger force. A uh, teleportation circle, that's... Ooh, that's that's a lot of magic. And Soria speaks up and says, well, are you sure you want me to come with? I could, I could come with. I could stay here. Uh, whichever you want to do. Why don't you come with us, uh, Soria? Uh, we don't need you to get into the fighting, but... Um... Uh, but we would we would love for you to at least be on hand so that way we don't have to come all the way cat because we're going a pretty far away away and uh, having you along would definitely be helpful especially if we can if we find whatever we're looking for then we can just have uh, we can just have uh Thontorvrak meet us wherever and then business is done we can take the long trip back home so your nods and uh make sure she has all of her stuff and starts to follow you into the cave, uh, wishing Terrace luck and says, okay, I'll come with. I'll see what I can do. I've never actually been to Waterdeep. That should be exciting. And as you guys re-enter, um, what were, Carlton, what was your perception check? Uh, 18. And Travancore? 11. And Bernie? I got a natural 20 plus 5. Wow. Drink. Okay. Uh, what about a beer? <laughs> all right. Uh, Travancore, you... You can't really find anything. You're not sure why. Uh, it, it's uh, the loss of your hunter's mark is a distracting thing. Carlton, you don't really find too much. The chests there. There's two chests that are lying open, uh, small, but they've been just sitting there open. They are totally empty. Uh, you check in and around and under the bed. They're nice sheets and a nice bed for being in a cave. Mm, mm, sheets, whatever. Um, you see. I take a pillowcase. You take a pillowcase. It's a very nice pillowcase. Very high thread count. Bernie, you 
don't see anything of value in this room. The place has been totally cleared out. Uh, you do notice that one of their, there's, there's these torches on the wall that are offering light. There's also a brazier kind of over near the bed with some smoking coals on it. And as you walk on over, you, you're kind of, you inspect the bed and then you're walking past it and then something catches your eye and you look back into the brazier. It looks like someone threw a whole bunch of paper into this thing very recently you can't read anything and all of the paper is just curled up and and smoldering at this point just kind of you know bits and flakes are are flying up into the air but obviously someone threw just like a handful of documents or parchments or something uh can to i be save it can i pull it out is that no it's it's totally gone it even if it had been thrown in the moment before you arrived at this fight, in the space of the fight, the paper was just gone. So someone burned a whole bunch of documents, but you don't see anything else of value. Hmm. Well, at this point, Jonathan and Soria have also entered here. the room. Nothing like, there's somebody threw some shit in the fire. I can't talk to dead paper, so... And there's um, not like a... A conspicuous wall clock that ha- that looks to be made out of a large obsidian disc, right? Right. I mean, like, I've got a feeling that I, like, really, really, really know what's in this room, and it's nothing. There is not much, and what was here seems to have been taken. It does make sense that Frulam would not keep the the beloved here, because then Dragon bakes everyone with lightning and then just takes it. So it's logical that it would be somewhere else. But I have Soria here. Hello, Soria. Hi. Welcome back. Soria. And, and uh, she's going to be coming with us. Where are we going? I guess we're going to Waterdeep. I guess we're... That's a really long... Let's... But we're taking the teleportation circle. Are we doing that right now? I think so. Yes. And I, are we I step spending in. some hit dice? Oh, wait. Maybe we should rest. Uh, Jonathan, roll an arcana check. Uh, 18. From what you know about teleportation circles, especially once you learn how to create your own, you would also learn how to destroy your own. And you have a decent feeling that um, if you take 15 to 20 minutes, that teleportation circle might no longer be active. Yeah, we got it. I say, yeah, we got a few minutes to to short rest here, but then we got to go. Where we can short rest on the other side. Let's yeah, let's just go. Rest we get there. Uh, Why not? No, 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 no. Let's short rest now, and that way. But I we thought a have... short rest is ten to fifteen minutes. Yeah, Jonathan. Uh, if you short rest, you have a feeling. If if she wants to destroy the teleportation circle in the time it'll take you to short rest, she can do that. Let's go then. Onward. Let's go. Okay, you all uh, head back down the tunnel, uh, gather up shadow, step into the teleportation circle. Are you all kind of stepping in at once? Are you, uh, is there an order to this? I think we're Let's send in uh, Carlton and me first, and then uh, I, I, we'll send as many people as we can fit. You, you can fit everybody if, if you want to send everybody at once. Because if we if we go piecemeal, then there might be like a. I would hate to think what happened if she destroys it in the in, in the middle of teleporting. So let's all go together. Let's do this. If we're gonna die, let's die stupid. You all step onto the circle. Uh, as you all st- kind of you step onto it and then stop. And most of you have never taken a teleportation circle before, so you don't know exactly what's about to happen. There's a moment where nothing happens, and Soria seems just about 
to say something and then there's this bright flash of light and your vision goes dark for a second as you feel kind of butterflies in your stomach and it's it's a little disconcerting and the the room vanishes and that's where we'll end it for tonight <laughs> do we get any experience you you do you actually get uh 1350 experience uh, between the four of you for the fight. And uh, the next time we get together, we'll be at RTX in front of a live audience. Thanks for listening to Dungeons and Dragons and Drunks. Follow us on Twitter at Dungeon Drunks or at our host podcast at Glibshark or www.glibshark.com. And see you next encounter. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.